Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up with the Warriors. We're recapping Game 3 of the first round of the NBA playoffs between the Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. This episode is coming out a little bit late. I apologize for that. I was at Staples Center till midnight or so after the game, so I wasn't able to record after the game and then had a few technical difficulties on Friday morning. So here it is for you to listen to on Friday afternoon or Saturday as you get ready for Sunday's Game 4, which should be a very, very good game once again. So this was a game that was a lot more hyped up than I think any of us expected one of the first-round games for the Warriors to be. Certainly through one-and-a-half games in this series, it looked like we were headed for a sweep of a series. Obviously, the Clippers' historic comeback in Game 2 on Monday uh, altered plans significantly. And it suddenly turned Game 3 into a very fascinating game with really high stakes. I mentioned in the podcast that we put out prior to the game that I expected the Warriors to perform very well just based on their demeanor at shoot-around. They were so calm, so confident. It felt like a game in November, honestly, the the game day attitude around the team and that was still apparent during their pregame workouts at the arena as all the players were going through their routines they were relaxed they were energetic they were confident Steve Kerr and his pregame media availability he was in a good mood he was was talkative, was having a good time, was was comfortable and confident. And then they came out on the floor and they immediately backed up their attitude with their play on the court. They really put their identity on this game from the opening tip-off. And the person at the heart of it was Kevin Durant. Durant has been such a an intriguing figure over the last month or so of the season in the first two games of the series. His shot attempts have been down dramatically. His efficiency has been off the charts high. He's been passing the ball as well as, in my opinion, he's ever passed the ball in his career. And people have been saying he's being too passive. He's he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to shoot more. He's sending some sort of a message. And taking those theories and running with them to extreme levels that he's unhappy with Steve Kerr. He already has one foot out the door. This game flipped a lot of those narratives on his head, on their head. Durant came out super aggressive. Absolutely took it to Patrick Beverly. He was shooting early and often and... For the first half, really, he only missed on crazy shots that he had to take with the shot clock running down. 
he led all shooters with 23 shots. That's more than twice what any other warrior did. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson both took 11 shots. So Kevin Durant was the guy pushing the ball on offense. He was where the shots were coming from. And a large part of that was simply due to the schematics of the Warriors kind of starting to to figure out the Clippers' top lock defense. Not figure it out, per se. That was a poor word choice because they scored pretty easily in games one and two. But attacking it in new ways. They weren't letting Los Angeles get comfortable defensively at all or establish routines and rhythms. So they did a lot of interesting things to make that work. They did a lot of overloading, a lot of times where Durant or Draymond Green would get the ball at the elbow or on the block, and all four other players would be on the other side of the court. And then it was just a flurry of back picks and off-ball movement till someone would spring open. But it created a lot more space than they've had in the first two games. And that space was all that Durant needed. Because Durant, the lower field goal attempts in the first two games largely came because he was the focal point of the Clippers' defense. They were more focused on taking away his shots and limiting his the quality of his looks than they were with Steph or with Clay. And KD, for the most part, was willing to take his open looks when they were there and pass to Steph when Steph was more open than he was, which was most of the games. But that changed a little bit here. They were getting Durant the ball more often and in more favorable spots. And then there was more off-ball movement that distracted the defense and left the court open so that Durant could go to work and do his thing. After the game, Durant had some statements that some people ran with a little bit as being talking points. He he kind of bristled at the notion that he has been less aggressive or has been pass first rather than shoot first and said that the reason he shot the ball more today was simply because Steve Kerr called more plays for him. So I think there was a level of truth to that. There was a big level of truth to that, but it was also just there's been a natural flow for he and Steph because defenses cannot defend them both the way that you should defend them both, which is sending two guys at them or at least sending heavy help so that you're protected. You can't do that with two players. And the Warriors, it's kind of a give and take between figuring out that and it resulting in Curry shots and figuring that out and it resulting in Durant shots and tonight it resulted in Durant shots and he was absolutely tremendous absolutely tremendous far and away the best player on the court in this game he had 38 points 14 of 23 from the field 3 of 10 on threes 7 of 8 on free throws he also had 7 assists did have 5 turnovers but you know you live with that He was a game-high plus 32 in his 30 minutes. One important point in the game was early in the second half, Durant picked up another technical foul for talking with J. Michael Green. Both Durant and Green said after the game that they were having a friendly conversation. It was a double, the dreaded double technical foul. And thankfully, the league rescinded that technical 
on Friday morning. So Durant is still at the two technicals. Um, he has four more he can get in the playoffs. The fifth one that he would get seventh total would result in a one-game suspension. So elsewhere in this game, Curry was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. His shot was dynamic. Only took 11 shots, but he only played 20 minutes. He was uh, once again in foul trouble. Had to leave in both the first half and the second half with foul trouble. He finished with five fouls in those 20 minutes. But he still managed 21 points, 7 of 11 shooting, 4 of 6 on threes, 5 rebounds. Continues to just rebound the ball at an unbelievable rate. But we should talk about the fouls for a second because the officiating in this game was was on another level. It was horrendous. First off, there were just a lot of fouls called. The two teams combined for 53 fouls. It's too many. But so many of them were bad. So many of them were inconsistent. One foul that Steph Curry got called for on Patrick Beverly. Curry never even touched him. Not even... I don't mean that he didn't swipe or touch him with his hand. I mean Curry was playing off of him and never touched him, and a foul was called. There was the double technical, which was horrendous. There were weird offensive fouls. There were ticky-tack fouls. Uh, It wasn't a favoring one team or another thing. It was just a poorly officiated game, and as such, there wasn't much rhythm in the game. It did make Warriors fans hold their breath a tiny bit. Of course, Monday's game still fresh in everyone's mind where the Warriors had a 31-point lead in the set, in the third quarter. Steph Curry had to leave the game with foul trouble. Kevin Durant then had to leave the game with foul trouble, and then suddenly the 31-point lead evaporated. And the Warriors were in a similar position in the third quarter. During Game 3, Curry had to leave the game during foul trouble with the, with the Warriors once again up big. At one point, there was a timeout with the lead at exactly 31 points. So you'd be forgiven if you were holding your breath a little bit, but the feel was definitely different. There was a clear vibe between both teams and the Staples Center that this wasn't going to happen again. Not only would that just be too rare, but the Warriors were just, it was too fresh. They weren't going to let Los Angeles even get back in the game, let alone erase that entire deficit. And that ended up being the result. The Warriors kept their foot on the gas really the entire way to the final buzzer. The Clippers made up some grounds in the f- ground in the final minutes once, you know, the back of the bench substitutions were in, but there was really no point in the second half when Los Angeles even was close to making it close again. And a huge part of that was the defensive effort by the Warriors. The dreaded Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell pick and roll didn't destroy them in this game. Steve Kerr did a great job. He was very critical before the game of his rotations in game two. And he did a really good job in this game of putting strong personnel against Williams and Harrell. There were a lot of times where he had Andre Iguodala and Kevon Looney both in the game at that time. And that resulted in as well as the Warriors can play defensively against that action. 
because Iguodala can move laterally to stay with Williams. Good at not fouling. He had just one foul in 22 minutes and has the length to disrupt him. And Looney can handle the switch if he needs to and can stay with Harrell when Harrell's doing his rim running. So they defended that action incredibly well. Williams and Harrell both still got their numbers. They combined for 31 points, uh, but they needed 21 shots and 13 free throws combined to get those 31 points. They didn't take over the way that we have seen them throughout the season and at a large point on Tuesday, or on Monday, excuse me. And speaking of Harrell, we should mention Andrew Bogut, who was thrust into the starting role here with DeMarcus Cousins being out, presumably, for the rest of the season. Bogut, I kind of expected to play a little bit and have Looney play the bulk of the minutes with a fair amount of Draymond Green at center. But no, Bogut got starting minutes. He played 25 minutes, and he played really well. And I was curious to see what would happen when he was on the floor at the same time as Montrezl Harrell. Steve Kerr put Looney in for a lot of those times, but there were plenty of times where Bogut and Harrell were matched up. And the first few possessions where it happened, Harrell cooked Bogut, absolutely cooked him. Once he took him off the dribble and and just took it straight past him for an and one. The play before, he got a dunk on a pick and roll. It looked like that was a matchup that, that the Warriors couldn't survive with. And then Bogut started to figure it out and played tremendous defense on him. And Bogut really did damage with his ability to crash the glass, especially on the offensive end. Bogut finished the game with 14 rebounds. Harrell finished the game with four. Bogut had as many offensive rebounds as Harrell had total rebounds and that was a huge huge part of this game was Bogut controlling the glass and figuring out how to defend Montrez Harrell and make life difficult for him Bogut finished with a tremendous game eight points on four of five shooting 14 rebounds five assists to no turnovers a steal and a block he did have five fouls but he looked so much like the center that we saw in the 2014-15 season, in the 2015-16 season. And Looney, in his minutes, he played 17 minutes. He played really well as well, 10 points, 5 of 7 shooting. Didn't rebound the ball well, but did a very, very good job defensively. And then one more note on that defense. Danilo Gallinari shot 2 of 13. 0 of 8 from 3-point range, finished with just 9 points. Some of that is just missing shots. He's too good of a shooter to go 0 of 8, no matter how good of defense you play. But Draymond Green and Kevin Durant made life incredibly difficult for him. There was nothing easy. And while Lou Williams may be that traditional spark plug, Gallinari is this team's best player. And when he isn't going offensively, the team doesn't function. So that defensive effort was was very commendable by the Warriors and by Durant and Draymond Green in particular. So when all was said and done, the Warriors took a big lead, 17 points after the first quarter, and they just added on, added on, added on. It was a 21-point lead at the half. 
It was a 33-point lead at the end of three quarters. They never looked back, never let it get close. Um, they were in a, a great mood after the game. I was in the tunnel when Steph Curry left the floor, and he was uh, poking fun at the at the shoddy officiating in, in this game. He As he was leaving the tunnel, he kind of threw some fake jabs at Joe Lacob that didn't come close to touching Lacob and shouted, foul, 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 as though he were a ref calling some phantom calls. Draymond Green had a had a good moment in his post-game press conference where someone started to ask him if Andrew Bogut looks better than the team was expecting, and he couldn't even finish the question before Draymond interrupted him to just yell, hell yes. So the team is jovial. They are confident. They clearly know they're the better team. They're going to try to pretty much close the lid on this one on Sunday for game four. They finished up this one 132 to 105. It's a day game on Sunday, 1230 Pacific time. So we will be back after that game. I'll be there at Staples so you can follow me on Twitter, follow the site on Twitter. But because it's a day game, I will record a podcast in the evening. It'll be up on Sunday night and there for you on Monday morning. Thanks, everyone.